リンクスタート先輩先輩
light is always there. Darkness only exists with the absence of light. So this is where human beings step up of one another. We come together as a unit and a family to help and benefit those around us. Regardless of the cause, regardless of the intent or issue behind it, we need to step up as individuals and say, I got you, fam. Don't trip. So my heart is for everybody. All prayers. And what was really crazy, too, to this little side tangent here, Hillary's coming in, right? So, like, Hurricane Hillary's like, damn, son, I haven't been up to your place of the woods for, like, 70-plus years. What's good, fam? How we doing up there? And then something said, yo, Hillary, hold my beer. And a 5.5-something earthquake happened not that far from me. So it's kind of like, yeah, we're just sitting here um, in flip-flops and tank tops. Not really sure what to do. <laughs> so it's been weird, but at least I'm okay. <laughs> so all my love to you guys. I'm very excited to do this show tonight. And it kind of gave me a little bit of an interest and intrigue as to what we should talk about tonight. And the reason I say that is because I've thought about this before. There are so many times and so many places I have been in my life where I've experienced weather, right? So here's a quick story time. The one time I went out to Pennsylvania, I went out to Leechburg, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Leechburg. Look it up on Google Maps where that is. It's this small town that's like an hour outside of Pittsburgh, right? Shout outs to one of my day one fans. His name is Joe San. He listened to the anime podcast I was doing with a friend that predated this one. It was canon. It was all part of the motion, right? He did that podcast with me, my buddy, and Joe listened to it. He was a huge fan, one of our first supporters, and he reached out to us constantly. He was like, guys, I know you're doing the fan pick season. It'd be so cool if you guys came out here and visit, and we talked a bunch. We got really close with him, and we actually went to Pittsburgh on a plane, me and my co-host, and stayed out there for a week with a guy we never met in person, just to let you know like, there's good people in the world. We could have went south, but it went north. <laughs> so we had a great time, right? This is what's crazy. As being somebody from California, the weather in different places, especially just in the U.S. alone, is vastly different than anything you could think of. Like I'm talking about, it's almost insane. There was a day when we woke up out there in Pennsylvania, we went kayaking and it was a beautiful 80 degree day. The weather was so nice. Everything was beautiful. We're kayaking down this beautiful river. It's one of the great three rivers out there, whatever it is. And we, we're going down. We're sliding off of these like giant areas that are rocks. We're swinging on these ropes. It's a great time, right? I kid you not when I say this. No more than like three hours later, there's like a storm coming from the outside to us, it felt like a movie, right? This giant storm from the, I think it's like Northwest. It was like the East side, right? It's coming from the coast towards us. And I kid you not, it gets cold. It gets super windy and it starts pouring. And in the distance, thankfully, we're only like five minutes away from his house. In the distance, you hear, I look at my buddy. I'm like, is this Silent Hill? Is Pyramid Head coming? What is going on? I was having fun. <laughs> like, I'm tripping out, right? And so his dad, the homie's dad, runs up top. He's like, guys, you got to get back to the house. There's a tornado warning. I'm like, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over the wind and raining sideways, and I'm getting blown out of my kayak. Did you say a tornado warning? It was 80 degrees. I was kayaking. <laughs> Thankfully, no tornado came. But I'm just telling you, I've never in my life experienced such a pivotal weather shift ever before, and it shook me. I'm literally sitting there like, 
Is this real? Awake, <laughs> bitchy. It's crazy, right? So weather is crazy. The whole concept of life itself tripped me out. I was like, how do I make that into a show today? <laughs> so I thought, why don't I bring to you guys the best rainy day anime shows and movies to warm your heart and to have you slow things down, be more a part of the moment, and appreciate what you have. So you're thinking to yourself, well, Alex, what do you mean by rainy day animes? Are you talking about shows that have rain in them? Are you talking about shows that I'm only supposed to watch when it's raining? Are you talking about a type of environment that I'm only going to be able to enjoy if I'm at home and it's raining? That last one's more correct. <laughs> it's basically shows and movies that throughout my illustrious career of watching anime and talking about anime, I wanted to give you guys these shows that not only supercalifragilisticexpialidociously will have you sitting at the edge of your couch or laying back in your bed with your body pillow 002 because we all know that that's the best waifu for you out there and you can literally sit there and not only binge watch these shows or watch these movies but they will make you more prevalent and focused on the now and in my opinion are so good they might even do the unthinkable which is make you put your phone down i know i know look at i'm already putting my phone over here that's how crazy I think these shows are, and movies. And so, as I'm at home, and this has been done before, when I'm locked up, locked up, which I was in the TikTok jail, when you're locked up and you can't go anywhere because number one, you just don't want to, you don't want to deal with the weather, you finally have a day off or you're just by yourself after work, these shows and movies are iconic to me. They have done something that expands almost the test of time, but also is so fitting because it'll make you become more present and more happy, and honestly, more focused on the moment of now, which, let's be honest, we're not very good at. <laughs> we're very bad at appreciating what we have, and especially a lot of these shows that I'm gonna talk about, I think are hidden gems. Some of them, I wouldn't be surprised if nobody's watched before, and that's okay. That means I did my job presenting to you something worth watching, right? <laughs> so, let's start with movies, and then we'll progressively go into more, but I thought it'd be good to finally kind of start us with something that is an easier watch, because I do know that it is tough now more than ever to truly have like a day or two off with how much we have to grind. Like, trust me, I work all the time. I just started a two-week vacation, which means I'm going to stream all the time, so definitely go follow the Twitch side so you can be a part of the gaming stuff I do, but I wanted to give you guys something that I think you'll truly appreciate, that I think you'll slowly fall back in love with anime if you've started to not be as fan of anime anymore. And I, I really mean that when I say that because trust me, it's really hard, and I mean really, oh, it's throbbing. It's really hard to constantly stick with something, especially when life changes. It's a big reason why relationships don't work. It's not only just the communication factor, it's the fact that we have expectations and we get really bored of things quickly now because again, we're oversensitized and desensitized to things we see. So I think this will do a good job for certain people who maybe haven't been on the anime game as much to sit down watch one of the two of these movies, maybe even watch a couple of these shows, and I bet you my bottom dollar that tomorrow I actually can sing. This is a hot topic. I've had this guy, so I do some card breaking on the side where if you're on Twitch, you can see all these boxes I have to the side of me. I do a lot of card breaking for anime cards on the side too, and there's been this guy named Goku who always tells me I can't sing. I was like, dog, you just don't 
No, you've never heard me really sing. Like, I'm going to do it for you guys one night. I'm not going to do it tonight because literally I'm sweating my ass off. And I think I'm lowering the oxygen intake the more I talk. So I'm have to open the window here shortly. But I'm going to do it on a show for you guys for sure, for sure. Just be ready, okay? It might be something fun like a karaoke. We'll see. But I was just amazed that so many people didn't have the time to really dive into anime anymore or fell out of love with it, right? So let's not waste any time. Let's go into the first movies. The first one on this list that I truly believe is the best for a rainy day is Garden of Words. Now hear me out on this one because if you've seen it, you already know. The story itself, it was released, uh, I believe, oh, I didn't write it down, but I know it's a very short film. It's only 46 minutes in total. It's a quick watch. Like I'm talking about while you're cooking dinner, you could probably finish this in the span of making two boxes of mac and cheese. Just saying. Garden of Words starts off so perfectly because it literally starts off on a rainy day. And our main character is a young high school, I guess you could say, shoe craftsman prodigy. He's an aspiring shoe artist. And he's been known to skip the first period at school, go to this beautiful location that's in the woods, you could say. Uh, and it's like this beautiful like forest area or almost like kind of like a nature walk spot where they have a beautiful look over the city and everything. It's well done, right? So our main character, he goes there. And what's really cool about him is he'll sit down and he'll sketch these shoes, which he wishes one day to be able to design himself, right? And so as he's sitting there and it's raining around him, he's drawing, a woman walks in and sits next to him to kind of escape the rain, right? Well, they don't really talk at first, but he kind of drops a poem on her on the way out after a little quick conversation. And they start to kind of find themselves going back to that same spot and keeping the conversations going and actually yearning to see one another at that same location, never exchanging names, never exchanging phone numbers, just being present in the moment and the conversation. Now, it evolves into a much deeper and complex conversation. And for the recommendation standpoint of this podcast today, I will not go into major spoilers on any of the movies or shows, where sometimes I do. This one I will not, because I truly want you to be a part of the moment. And for those who know, be respectable in the comment section. Be respectable with your conversations while the show's going on. Just know it's deeper than just a young buck who skips first period to draw his shoes, which he's an aspiring shoe artist, and an older lady who's a teacher who does skip her first period or skips work entirely, I guess you could say. She skips work sometimes to just kind of get away from it all and be more present because the world can kind of stress you out, right? I know what you're thinking. I know the conversation already. Wait, are you telling me he's a minor? Maybe. <laughs> Keep in mind this is in Japan. Japanese have their own rules and their set, uh, set standard of culture, right? It's a whole different conversation. I'm not focused on that. I'm focused on the sincerity of what this show is showing you. It's about being present in the moment, being away from reality in a sense and the world, being in a small little spot with nature all around you, the beauty of a rainy day kind of holding you guys together and having a very fun conversation about an outside unbiased opinion when you don't know them and they're just a stranger. It's a quick watch, it's a really fun watch, and there's something again that happens towards the end of it that I really think is worth watching at least once. It's an interesting show. 
It's a very interesting show. Or excuse me, movie. It's a very interesting movie. I personally liked it because I'm somebody who's a fan of a different animation style and also is trying to show you a deeper meaning behind it. And so there's so many things that can really be taken from these type of movies. And especially when it's, again, something that you could sit down, have a cup of tea, pour yourself some coffee, maybe make some soup or something and enjoy it on a rainy day. Not today because I'm literally sweating from this jungle rain. It is a hurricane. Uh, It's kind of crazy, right? I think you will truly love this movie for a multitude of reasons. Number one being it's a quick, easy watch. It's not like a five and a half hour director's cut Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's a fun, quick watch. And again, it's going to touch on something that also emphasizes the youth aspect and always staying true to what you believe in and what you wish to accomplish in this life and also an older setting. And that's why I really like Ma, excuse me, ZOM 100. It's a summer show that's going on right now, ZOM 100. It highlights the working man society in Japan. And in this case, it's a working woman and everything she's going through and how her own life has changed on her too and how she finds the youth and vigor through somebody younger again. So give it a try. Have an open mind. Don't be too over the top because, again, like, it's it can get weird. <laughs> it just You'll see what I mean if you watch it, okay? You'll see what I mean. It's not domestic girlfriend level. It kind of is. <laughs> but I think you'll enjoy it. I really do. Now, the second movie on this one, and this movie, this second movie on the list, when I watched it, I was completely sober. I don't smoke or drink. Uh, sometimes I have fun with, uh, you know, psychedelics, but... I don't do anything like that. When I was watching this movie and I saw how it ended and the, I kid you not, it felt like 22 minutes of an ending sequence was like I was on a Joe Rogan podcast. Aaron Rodgers was there with his ayahuasca tea. And then I don't know who else was a part of it, but it was one of the most incredible psychedelic shows, movie per se, I've ever seen in my life. And... It's about the ocean. A lot of these have like water ties to them. You'll see, cause like I'm very good with my layered effect of things. So like, I'm not only just throwing shows out there, there's a precedent that they have that's connected to rainy days. And the way a rainy day makes you feel, it makes you more tired, you know, a little bit more lazy. You kind of have like some deep thoughts sometimes and think about your trials and tribulations of things you went through in your life. This movie is called Children of the Sea. Have y'all seen Children of the Sea? Because boy, oh boy, um, when I tell you, I was not ready for the way this movie transpired and also the way this movie carried itself. Ah, I was very shocked at where this movie was going. So let me set it up for you. Children of the Sea, it's about 111 minutes, right? Almost two hours. It's a really interesting watch because... It's an absolute mind-warping experience. I really mean this. It starts off with a character named Ruka, and she finds herself on summer vacation, kind of free to just kill some time. So her father works at an aquarium, and so she goes to this aquarium to spend some time, and she meets these two brothers. I wrote the brothers' names down, Umi and Sora. They were raised by, like, sea mammals. Like, I don't remember the walruses, or there's a certain name for them. These kids were raised by sea creatures, you want to talk about Little Mermaids kind of switched around? These two brothers were raised by these sea creatures, and they have these crazy aquatic abilities now, like the way they can swim, their breathing techniques. It's kind of trippy, right? 
So she befriends them, they get really close, and then now enter in a comet flying out of space into the ocean, supernatural phenomena that are now affecting the sea life as a whole, and throw in your Inuasca tea with the mushroom side effect, and boom, here you go, it's gonna leave you experiencing something that can only be labeled as an ego death. <laughs> like, dude, I kid you not. I need to sit up for this, this is crazy. When I watched this movie, I went in so raw, I felt like I was taken advantage of. <laughs> like, I literally was shooketh from how crazy this went. I mean, like, the craziest thing about it is, when I watch this movie, and I mean when I really watch this movie, it starts off so intriguing. The animation style almost seems a little bit older. The brothers, the portrayal, the storytelling, it hits you really quickly with this secret. And you're really trying to figure out what are these kids' connection to like this this life of the ocean? Why are they like one with it? And then they start adding in like, you can hear the ocean. You can feel the weather. They know what's going on. And it gets to such an extraneous length, I'm not gonna spoil anything. It's going to take you in that ending sequence that it's building up to. It's going to almost feel like Evangelion. Evangelion. Neon Genesis. You're going to get to that ending and be like, what? <laughs> it changes its animation style so many times. It dives into what I believe because it's all interpretation. If you guys have ever been to like a fancy AF art show in like Hollywood or Los Angeles or to wherever you guys have like an art museum or like some kind of convention center and they have an art show, you're walking around and seeing like people's contorted metal bars and they're like, yes, actually, when I made this one and they always have a wine bottle with like a little schmeckle of wine that they never drink. It's just for the status and symbol. They're like, yes, uh, I remember back in 72 when I was at Woodstock or 60s. I was in Woodstock and I met a cheerio named Xander Banzelion Bonfo and he was a guitar player from Chile. And as we were sitting there, I call him blind about space and time and I wondered about my mind and thinking about the egotistical nature of what I am and where I'm going and what I may do within this lifetime of mortality and if we are all one conjointed consciousness around. I'm like, just get to the point! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was dilly-dallying and scallywagging array. It is basically me saying my contorted thoughts about life. Dude, it's two wooden bars or like metal bars just like this. Weird, right? But again, like most art pieces and things you see in life, they always tell you it's up to your interpretation. A picture is worth a thousand words. Two wooden sticks or bars like this is an art piece, <laughs> you know? So... It's crazy that you're going to watch this ending sequence. And what I got from it was, what is real? What is your life? Who do you define yourself as? Are we all connected to something that is undeniably higher than the limitation of language or body connection can actually assimilate or articulate? Is this all a bigger notion of letting you know you're a part of something greater and you don't even know it? Wow. I know on TikTok, because we're live on TikTok and Twitch, I know on TikTok there's this big savvy thing that I've been seeing that's kind of trending a little bit, which is called shadow work and understanding why you do the things you do, not the people around you, but you know, like a reflection of self, all this stuff. It's like the book of positivity, to be honest with you. I read the book of positivity and I was like, it's what I already do. As some people, I get it. There's certain things for people. 
this movie was just so mind-altering. When I don't expect something, it hits me that much harder. I don't know about you, but for myself, when I watch something and I have no expectations, I read nothing about it, I only know what I want to know, or I've seen in maybe a trailer, a preview, if I choose to watch it, I like to be raw. I like to be almost bamboozled. I want to be distraught, flabbergasted. I want to be left dismayed to where I have to really think about what I watched. And a really good movie, I really mean this when I say this, a really well done movie makes you want to watch it again to really figure out what you just watched. And I know some people will sit here and be like, Alex, that just means it was confusing. Uh, Alex, that just means the movie wasn't done right. That just means they did it weirdly. They weren't focused on the most important things. No, I, I get you. I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying that for myself, if, it's a, if a movie's confusing or isn't good or leaves me like, what? I like being left with asking questions for myself, like the whole, you decide the ending. I don't like movies that me, leave me sitting there like, what did I just watch? Like, really? That's, that's what we're doing? Like, no hate. I saw one of these My Hero one-off movies, and it was like, they went to this town, and they were trying to get this like briefcase that was stolen, and he ends up becoming Deku, friends with one of the kids there, and they go on this little adventure, and it just ends weird where I'm like... So this was, there was no point. Like, I mean, I'm sure there might've been something, but I was just so confused. It's just weird, you know? So I think truly this movie, and I'll read, I'll articulate this one more time for anybody who just joined in on the live stream. Children of the Sea is wild. Just be ready for it. Be open-minded to the fact that it's going to hit you with something kind of deeper than maybe you're ready for. And I know a lot of people like shonens or seinens, maybe shoju if you're really into it, uh, a lot of those you kind of can have your brain off and just enjoy what's in front of you. This one might make you think. So if you're ready to think, you're ready for Children of the Sea. <laughs> now, a couple quick more movies before I get into these shows that I really think you need to put on your watch list, especially in a rainy day because, dua, I'm sitting in the middle of Hurricane Hillary. That is now just a tropical storm. <laughs> so the next one on this list is Josie, the Tiger, and the Fish. If you're privy to my TikTok content and you have seen some of the things that I've talked about towards the beginning of my career on here and talking about some of my all-time favorite animes, my top three movies, this movie was in my top three movies. I don't know if it is anymore because a lot of things have changed as I watch more movies and grow as an individual. It's like your taste buds. We change every seven years, people. Your lists of interests and things you enjoy should change as well. That kind of felt good. Uh, I'm going to say Josie the Tiger and the Fish What's interesting, it's a show, excuse me, a movie. It's about 98 minutes long. It's newer. I think it came out in 2020, 2021, 2022. And it's set in Osaka. And um, Sunyo, he is a 22-year-old college student. And he's going to become a marine biologist. And as he's there, his dream, which you kind of find later out in the movie, is to become a diver. And he wants to swim with these fish that mean a lot to him. Because something happened to him when he was younger, where he connected with something, with these fish. And he wants to experience it again in his older life. So like nostalgia, right? People like, they always say, oh, you know, youth is wasted on the young. We're, we're only going to get older. Zippity bop doodah. <laughs> I think that's for people who really don't understand. You're in the best moments of your life now. And your best days are yet to come. You just don't know it yet. And if you're not open to experiencing them, they won't come to you. Trust me when I say this. Your blessings are calling for you. They're literally waiting. They're like, come on. Pick me. Come on. Your blessings are literally sitting there like, think of it as like a dodgeball team. 
you're a captain of a dodgeball team and they're standing in line like with misery, dismay, hardship, panic, doubt, fear. And they're in the middle just like this. Oh, oh, pick me. I like you. Pick me. Oh, come on. <laughs> they're literally sitting there so yoked for you. Right. And you're like, uh, seasonal depression. We're going to pick you. And they're like, oh, come on. And then they're like the last pick. Right. Your blessings and like. The things that are made for you and the things that are meant that you like attract in your life, we block them. We don't even realize it. Like we shut our door off to them because we're not positioning ourselves and we're not open to it. So be open to things, right? Like be open in the best days are yet to come. I don't mean to go sidetrack there. But in this movie, he wants to connect back with these fish, right? And so after a lecture one day, he's heading home and while he's going home, there's a girl that he saves and she has paraplegic. She's paraplegic. She isn't able to walk. She's in a wheelchair. So when he saves her, because something happens in the movie, he takes her home and the grandmother, that's basically her watcher, asks the young man if he would like a job to make some extra cash, some good cash, by the way, because he has a job too, you know, during school, most people do. She offers him a job of being her caretaker. So, like most people, he didn't really want to do it because she's really stuck up. Like, I'm saying Josie's not even her name, but that's what she wants him to call her. Josie has a lot of built-up anger towards the world because you learn about her family. You learn about her backstory. You learn about the things she has suffered from because she isn't able to walk. And you also learn of a dream she has and something that she wishes to accomplish, but sometimes we limit ourselves. Sometimes the difficulties that come into our life, or maybe the ones we're born with, we let define us. Yet, I've seen some people, and I really mean this, I've seen people who are born without legs that become fighters. I've seen people missing limbs who work out. I've seen people missing their jaws that still talk in their own way, play instruments their own way. The human beauty of being a human being is being able to transcend the limitations and also the blockers and anchors that are stuck on you. This movie capitalizes on that. From a multitude of ways, I am incapable again of truly articulating to you. There's a reason I hate speaking. <laughs> this sounds crazy because I'm a podcaster. I know. Hold on. There's a reason why I hate speaking. Rather than being person to person, which is why all of you in the live stream tonight or that somehow stumble across the Twitch side, because all of these are saved on the Twitch side for you guys. If you stumble across these, you'll notice real quick. And I mean, almost instantly when you watch my videos, this guy's legit. I don't know what it is about him, but something about him frustrates me. Something about him pisses me off, but something about him also makes me feel alive and something about him makes me want to do more. That's what this movie did. When you see everything Josie has gone through, and the disasters are not over, even though I'm in a disaster right now, kind of, with the hurricane. The disaster's not over in this movie. Something big ends up happening to our main guy, and then now his dream seems almost non-existent. And the girl that he was trying to wake up to reality... And to let her know during this movie she can accomplish anything she sets her heart to, now has to step up and save him. Wow. I mean this when I say this. 
most of the time, movies that I reference to people, movies that I recommend, and shows I recommend, a lot of the time, I feel like they do this. They fly over people. Or people do this. Oh, hey. Stop it. Oh, but what about... No. I think people don't really understand the clavity, the abundance amount of gifts I'm giving to you, especially if it's a genre or type of show or movie or setting you're not a fan of, which is why I personally believe, and that's why I wanted to do the show with you guys tonight, that these type of engagements, which is a rainy day setting, somebody who is at home during either, you know, a storm or weather, whatever it may be, these shows will have something to offer you. I will never offer you nothingness. I will only offer you something if you're open to it. Remember the blessings? Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm here if you want it, okay? It's up to you. You could scroll. You could not like any of the stuff. You cannot follow me. You cannot listen to any of my podcasts. That's fine. I'm not here to force anything. I'm just merely here to do my purpose. And I feel in finding presence in doing, you become what is. This movie is good. <laughs> like, dude, I can't believe when I posted about this. This movie was on it, by the way. I did a top three on TikTok movies of all time. This was number three. So many people were like, oh, dude, where's Eat My Pancreas? Uh, I'm plant-based. I'm not a cannibal. Sorry, I'm not going to do that. Oh, dude, where's a uh, Akita? It's one of the founding fathers of anime movies. One of the most expensive. It created like 157 new ca uh, colors. Dude, I get it. No, that's fine. Everyone knows about those. Why do you think I not talk about those? Like, that's what I think people don't really aren't privy to yet. But those who get it, get it. I don't talk about a lot of big shows sometimes because you know about them. Why would I do like a food? Here, like, let's, let's do an analogy. Why would I be a food content creator? And I would just come on here and be like, today we're eating Taco Bell. Oh, I'm going to do that one guy. I think his name was Keith. I love Keith, by the way. Today we're doing Taco Bell. Taco Bell line was really long, so I went to Taco Bell and I ate a couple of uh, tacos to go. They had the Chalupa Supreme. I love me some Chalupas. Give me that tomato. <laughs> like, if I just talked about the same thing that you know, like Taco Bell, KFC, Popeyes, Del Taco, you're gonna be like, bro, I know about those. Like, what, what? Unless I just eat like 50 tacos in a row, you're like, what's the point? But what if I show you like gracias madres a very nice plant-based mexican restaurant here in california that is probably one of the best food places i've ever eaten at how about seabird's kitchen which is also a socal place in long beach and i think orange county that's an all plant-based spot too but has some of the best food i've ever eaten not sponsors i've taken friends there that have never eaten plant-based they're like oh vegan i'm like i'm not a vegan dude that's just it's just a clan i'm not into clans or anything They've eaten food here and they love it. So the reason why I use this analogy is because for you guys, when I present something to you, I promise you will get something from it if you're open to it. And at the end of the day, and I really mean this as like a bare minimum, you should always have this as a bar, at least you watch something new, right? I'm the kind of guy where I always ask people, when's the last time you've done something for the first time? And it stops people because we're always used to the simple conversations, right? We're like, hey, how's your day going? Ah, good. All right. Have a good one. All right. You too. But what about you hit somebody with something deep? You know, like I know not everybody wants to think, but I like to shake it up. It's just who I am. So when people are like, hey, how's your day going? I'm like, good, man. How you living? And people are like, whoa, he's actually alive. So we talk a little bit. I'm like, when's the last time you did something for the first time? They're like, I don't know. I'll tell you the next time I see you. It gives somebody like you want to give people something. So 
Sorry for the little monologue there, but I, I'm very passionate about the things I talk about, and that's why I present them to you. I don't just do this to do this. I would rather spend my time outside where it's nice and a little bit cooler than my room. So the last one on here, and I really want to talk about this too. This is a very important one, and I really mean this when I say this. This is actually a powerful set of movies. I'm going to go with movies to watch on a rainy day. And some of the best movies you could ever watch, not including the ones I just referenced, I'm going to literally say this. <clears throat> Let me clear the throat here. Uh, me, my, mo, me, my, mo, me, my, mo. Any Studio Ghibli movie. Any Studio Ghibli movie. Out of the 22 or 23 movies they have made, spanning from, if I'm not mistaken, the early 1980s all the way till now, which is like the 2000. 14, I think was when Marnie was there and they have even a newer one that's coming out. If you watch any of these Studio Ghibli movies, I don't need to have to even rift on this that much for you guys. If you watch, let me sit back a little bit. If you watch any Studio Ghibli movie, you're in for a treat. I'm somebody who grew up with the Disney classics. Uh, most of us kids that are born in like millennials, so I was born 1990. Most kids, they grow up with those Disney movies. So I watched Aladdin. I watched, oh gosh, there's so many to name. Hercules, uh, Emperor's New Groove, Sword in the Stone, Atlantis. I mean, I can go on and on. There's so many good ones. Treasure Planet. I grew up with so many good-hearted movies that, again, we're trying to teach you inspiration or a message behind it, right? Any Studio Ghibli movie you watch is purposeful. And it'll leave you feeling good in some way. Unless it's Graveyard of Fireflies, which, oh my god, I might take that one off this list for a rainy day. I don't know if you're trying to feel like that, okay? I don't know if you're trying to get that deep in your feels because I'm going to go on record here and say this. Um, don't hate me, Marvel or... I don't know, the other, you know, superhero family, Marvy, Marvel and Capcom or whatever that one is. Uh, I have never seen that Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. I've never seen that Joker movie. Do you want to know why? I don't find interest or like the Saw movies. I saw one Saw movie. Never again. You'll never get me to watch another Saw movie. I'm not into those movies that are just about oh, just bad. Like, I mean, and there's no win. I've heard how the Joker ends. There's no win. I know it's the whole like persona of a modern setting and the mental uh, roller coaster that the Joker goes through. And I heard Joaquin Phoenix does a great, great job. I think that's why he won an award for it. But I don't like those roles. Like there was people telling me about the human centipede and stuff or the walrus. And I'm like, how do you guys enjoy these movies? Like to me, that's like the opposite factor of what I would hope these shows are supposed to bring me, right? Like I like to be motivated. I like to be inspired. I like to be captivated by something that interests me in a setting of challenging my mindset but I'm not saying there isn't purpose right I know there's a purpose to everything I know it shines light on something that a lot of people go through but I know it's there I'm aware I feel like those movies or like the masochist ones like I said you with saw and stuff y'all need to like go talk to somebody <laughs> but I feel like a lot of those movies are to bring awareness right am I going far off there from that I feel like a lot of those things are to let people see really what's going on. So from my perspective, 
those type of movies I stay away from. So maybe don't do uh, Grave of Fireflies. If you've never seen Grave of Fireflies, it's very sad. It's about these two young kids, a brother and younger sister who are trying to survive after the World War II stuff and Hiroshima and all that stuff. And it's really rough. Like I'm talking about you're going to cry. I, I guaranteed you, I guaranteed you, yes, Chu, you're going to cry. And uh, I'm sorry, but it's, it's, you do need to watch it once, but not today. I don't want to get too dark. Not today, not today, not today. Okay, so those are some of the movies. Let's go now to shows. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six shows. Six always comes in threes, three, six, nine. Uh, I have six shows I want to bring to your attention. Some of these shows I have never talked about. Some of these shows I have mentioned. And a couple of these shows, I'm just a hardcore fangirl for, but they fit the setting. (laughs) So we'll at least do some fun, right? Okay, so the first one on this list where we are celebrating the survival of (laughs) Hurricane Hillary right now and everything thankfully is still on at my house. I'm in California doing well. Thank you for all the thoughts, prayers, and love to those who are going through some worse than me. The first one on this list of shows and movies to watch during a rainy day and to bring some love and light to yourself Mushishi. I've mentioned this before. I have talked about this before, but I don't think I've done it in a factor that is justifying the purpose of why you should watch it. Now, before I move forward, let me open my window because I'm really hot. Hold on. (laughs) And my door. Hold on. I tapped out. Do you see the sweat? Do you see the sweat? Do you see the sweat? Look at this. Look at all the sweat. I'm literally sweating. Oh my God. Guys, I went as long as I could there, so... Just know I tapped out. (laughs) So, Mushishi. Mushishi is an older anime. It was made in 2005. It has a manga side and a literature to it. And it's 26 episodes in total. And I believe I saw that there's a continuation. I think it's an offshoot. But there was more released later, right? So, Mushishi, which what I think is breathtaking and beautiful about it, it's a world that's hidden from the muggle's eyes, as we'll use a Harry Potter reference here. It's a world that most commoners cannot see. And in Mushishi, it touches on a thing called Mushi. Mushi are supernatural entities, almost living things in their own right, but in a dimensional layer that is further than our eyes are capable of seeing. Our main character, uh, I think his name is Ginkgo. I'm forgetting off the top of my head. He travels around in this world. It's an episodic vibe. Older style animation. I love the intro. I would walk a hundred miles, a hundred miles to see you. So good. Remember, I wasn't trying to sing. (laughs) And he travels the world. And not only is he a forefront expert on Mushi, he helps children, families, individuals, uh, communities, and also even other specialists in Mushi. And the whole purpose of it is showing you the things we all suffer from. And I mean, it's really dope when you watch this because not only does it give you a very warm setting when you watch it, not only does it make you feel good inside to see how many people Ginkgo actually helps along his way and his ventures, you also get a very interesting and I would say a unique look on some kind of a show touching on the parallel verses That I know a lot of Marvel things and stuff are talking about, like the Marvel-verse or like the Spider-verse with um, Miles Miles Morales. This one is touching on something that I personally believe is very unique 
And so when you see these mushi and you see the lever, uh, the levels of the reality that's tied within it and all of these different type of entities, the mushi and how so many people, and this is a real trip too, so many people who are suffering from health effects are because of the mushi, not because of viruses, bacteria, ailments, but something that we don't understand. And as somebody who has been very focal and very upfront and very determined with a better overall sense of health and understanding of what is needed for mineral uh, mineral deficiencies, brain cognuity, mental focus and clarity. I'm learning what the body needs and doesn't need. I'm learning about the things that affect us and don't affect us. I mean, we live in a world now with more radiation than ever. We have cell phones, we have Wi-Fi. I mean, it's crazy, right? So that's like a consideration from back in the early 2000s about Mushi. And I promise if you spend some time and just watch this for a little bit, you're going to have your mind blown because the setting is beautiful. It's almost medieval because there's no uh, technology. There's really no anything, just people living. And the thing I love the most is it really warps your attention. And it's hard to explain again because I've never really been attached to a show other than Spice of uh, Spice and Wolf that was able to harness my energy from a sense of focus and attention to benefiting me with very touching stories. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm somebody who has always said, and I stand by this, shorter animes are better than longer animes. The only reason I say that is not saying from the level of income they've made or the vast amount of fandom it has or the artwork and pieces it's done. Like, trust me, it, it takes a lot to be going on for 20 something years like one piece trust me that's insane but i love episodic and short shows so samurai champlo violet evergarden cowboy bebop mushishi these are some shows that i personally felt so much attachment to because it shows you the cadence of life because if you think about it what's one thing as we grow up a lot of us suffer from it's almost like that um I think his name was, oh, I'm thinking of his name, Bill Murray or Bill Murray or whatever it is, Bill Murray, where he did that movie Groundhog Day. And it touches on the fact that he gets stuck in this every single day for it almost feels like years to him because he had to do something right. Well, as we get older and we go into life, a lot of the time our lives become kind of groundhoggy. We're doing the same jobs, talking to the same people, doing the same things. And we kind of start to lose sense of the moment and it starts to leave us. So that's why these episodic, it's always something new, but it's based on the same progression, if that makes sense, right? So you're going to give me so many new engaging characters. And that's what I really like too, is most shows, when you watch a certain show, uh, a lot of these shows, you have a main group, a main character, a main antagonist and some secondaries and then revolving background characters, right? This show, though, I know Ginku is the main character, but you're going to get introduced to new people every single episode. It is wild, man. And I personally love older animation style because I think that was a time that we won't be able to enjoy anymore because just like we were talking off air, so before the podcast started with everybody in the uh, the viewing side for live stream, 
I was telling people that we're moving into a headspace now where AI is doing everything. Like AI is now doing stuff within movies and writing. Why do you think the writers are protesting and actors? It's doing stuff with content creation now. They're making content uh, creators that are AI generated. I mean, it's going to get to a spot now too. And I really mean this, mark my words. We're going to get to a place where animes are going to be completely done by AI. Really think about that. Haven't you seen a lot of these AI voiceovers? So for example, I'm sure you guys have seen the Plankton ones where Plankton singing songs or Sandy Cheeks or SpongeBob or Patrick or you name anybody, right? There or like the the ones with Drake. There was a Drake song going around that Drake didn't even do, but it sounded like he did it. The AI is going to get so advanced that this super mindset, whatever it is, right? This super soldier, this one hive mind is going to be able to do the voice work the animation creation, the storyline depiction, all they're going to need is somebody like me that's creative to type the story, type the character names, type their ages, type their kind of personalities, and off they go. And eventually, it's like working out. When you have enough reps in, you can just work out like it's nothing. So I think personally, that's why I'm somebody who's a big supporter of animes from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. Those are completely hand-drawn. And that is sensational to me because I personally believe this again. The human element is perfect. Imperfection is perfection. Perfection then does not exist if everything is perfect. Do you know what I'm saying? You need uniqueness to enjoy things that aren't the same. If I looked like everybody else and I sounded like everybody else and I talked like everybody else, like imagine all content creators had to do one piece because it's the biggest thing, right? So we buy generation or like integral programming had to talk about it four times a week and then we talk about other minor popular shows and then until a new show gets popular we don't talk about it we're kind of getting there right so i mean that's why i think personally and that's why again mushishi i'm not getting off topic i'm doing a big circle i like to do circles and make it all connect mushishi is very important especially for the lineage and culture of anime it's a very prominent one because it is a staple in what i view as top tier from storyline character design progression of story the mushi and the world that's within our world that we can't see like you know the cat eyes i think that's powerful and so i think that's amazing now the next show and if you're just joining welcome in we're talking about the best anime movies and shows to watch during a rainy day as i am here surviving hillary the tropical storm in california uh i want to talk about hyoka now, Hyoka, I might even not be pronouncing this right. I always mess up on this one. Hyoka is a very interesting anime. There's nothing flashy about it. There's nothing unique in a sense of it standing out. If you just looked at art cover pictures or the promotional stuff to promote the anime when it came out. But I love this one. It came out in 2012 and it has a total of 22 episodes. The thing about this show is, is that Oriki, he's um, an empathetic high school student and he just joined the literature club unwillingly because his older sister was trying to get him to go do something. And as he does join it, he gets very intrigued with this young girl that's a part of the group who is very eccentric. She's very bubbly, very almost captivating with her personality. And they become kind of friends and it kind of gets him a little bit more out of his shell, right? Well, she kind of drops a bomb on him later on, like with her basically something that happened to her uncle almost like a decade ago. And it's like an unsolved mystery kind of a case where 
She wants to know what happened. And so not only do you follow these characters and kind of get more of an understanding of their communication skills, their dialogue settings, the persona of who they really are inside, you have the fun side twist of the romance that kind of buds between them, which is nice. It's always cool because uh, Senpai has been single for so long. I don't even know what that feels like anymore. <laughs> That's kind of an interesting setting where that ties it in as well. And then also you have this mystery kind of like a case study kind of a thing, right? Where you're really trying to guess and understand what is going on? What are they really doing? And what is the ultimate outcome and purpose of where they're going? It's a really fun show. I'm somebody that knows that it's become very popular is like these crime shows that they always make fun and say women love crime shows. They're like, oh yeah, you know, it's, ah, he was murdered. <laughs> like, I, I think it's funny too. But like the the whole ambience behind it, right? It's a fun new twist. It's a cool progressional story piece. It adds some very fun functional things to it. And the really cool thing too, which I mean is really cool, is the fact that the ending is very sincere. And so as I stated when we started, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just giving you kind of like a plethora. We're having a, a coochie board, charcuterie board, the coochie board. I'm giving you a little taste and sample of everything. I'm putting the cheese on top of the cracker with a little bit of tomato, 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 a couple olives, and then a little bit of like shives and just voila. See if you like the taste, right? This is a fun show. It's not super glamorous. It's not something many people talk about. Those who have seen it understand why it's a really good show. And if you watch it on a rainy day, trust me when I say 22 episodes is going to fly by. If you started that in the afternoon, I promise you it's going to get to midnight and you're like, wow, you could finish it in a day. Might be kind of long, you know, just depending on the breaks and stuff you take, but it could be a lot of fun. So that's the second one. Now, in counterparts and kind of continuing the mystery base element and also adding in a little bit more to it, but a shorter span, if you're somebody who doesn't have as much time, Erased. Erased is 12 episodes and it was released in, I put 2026. That is not right. That's probably 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Erased is also a mystery murder kind of a show. It's only 12 episodes, and uh, you want to know the really cool part about it? So what if I told you our main character in this one, he has an unexpected power that he can't control, where he's able to go through time in the recent path of what just happened to go back to help and solve a situation or to save somebody from a disaster that could occur. So within the first episode, you see this guy fall asleep at the wheel driving a truck and it hits somebody. So he goes back in time and does something about it. But what if I also told you that within this first episode, he travels so far back in time, he goes back because he's like 26, I think. He's in his like mid 20s. He goes back to when he was an elementary school student Keeping his mind, his memory, his ability of cognitive thinking, but having to make it into like an eight, nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid or however he goes, goes back to the past because he has to now stop a murder. And somebody really close to him dies. And the craziest part is the person who's the murderer is from back when he was a child. This show, 12 episodes, is going to take you for such a ride because now you are going to be interjected into somebody living a life of time switching, of time traveling. And the coolest part about it is too, the mystery that ensues, 
every episode leaves you with a slight cliffhanger. The intro, the e, uh, OP and ED is really well done. My favorite part, though, is the ending. And now, if you're privy to having your mind blown, this guy, when he gets to the ending, let's talk about forgiveness. Y'all ready for that conversation, or should I just keep going? Can't hear you, but I'm going to act like I can. In the comment section, are you guys ready to talk about forgiveness? Hmm, I think so. Forgiveness is one of the strongest things you can do. An eye for an eye revenge, that's for low vibration. You got to forgive everything. I mean everything. You walk in on your significant other sleeping with your best friend, forgive them both. Let them go do their own thing. Sounds crazy, right? Somebody does you wrong, let them move on. Forgiveness. I am the captain of my ship. I allow what happens. I chose that spouse. I chose that best friend. I need to choose a better spouse and best friend. I chose that business partner. I need to choose a better business partner. You know what I'm saying? Forgiveness is one of the biggest focal point in the last episodes of this show. Because remember I told you, somebody is murdered in his family and he has to go back in time to find out what happened. Whoa, slept on? Some people do talk about it. I've seen people mention it, but the cadence of how amazing this show is, I give it a 10 out of 10. That says a lot. I think there was nothing I would have changed about this show. The pacing was beautiful. The storytelling was phenomenal. Everything about this show from the cadence from start, middle to finish. And they also like, it's kind of like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood where there's a little bit of a love thing between, uh, I think it's Edward and, or no, I'm forgetting her name, but there's a little bit of a love twist, right? Like it's, it's minor, it's in the background, but it's not a focal point. That's the same thing in here. There's a little bit of a love story, but it's not the focal point. It's just like a little back topic that kind of adds to the, the layers of the cake. It's like the sprinkles. Really well done. Do yourself a favor. Make some time. Watch it at least once. If you are somebody who loves anime or trying to find a way to get somebody into anime, I can almost guarantee you, if you sit them down, watch the first episode of Erased with them, I have a hard time believing they won't look at you and be like, what happens next? This is an anime? This is for kids? And you're like, no, a lot of anime isn't for kids. We just assume it is because it's cartoony. <laughs> so, three more. The first one, the Aquatope of white sand. Now, if you've never heard this show, the name of this show, or even know what the heck an aquatope is it? Is it like a type of toad? Is it a toad that can walk on aqua land? So it's an aquatope? No, it's an aquatope. The aquatope on white sand was released actually very recent. It was in 2021. It's a total of 24 episodes. It's set in Okinawa. And the story follows two young girls uh, and Kukuru, I think her name is Kukuru, Kukuru, I think is her name. I'm probably butchering it, but I think it's Kukuru. She, um, she's trying to chase her dream of working at an aquarium. And this other main character, her name is Fuka. She's an idol that lives in Tokyo, but she's basically quitting, leaving the scene, giving up her position as a singer to go find a new purpose in life. Because a lot of people don't know this, and I'm here to be the bearer of the news, a lot of people who get into content creation, almost all of them, most people who get into podcasting, almost all of them, most people who try to get the rich quick schemes or play for the lotto, there's only one person who wins the lotto, maybe sometimes a few if they have the right numbers. In content creation, to really make yourself a prominent content creator, 
There's not a lot of people here that make a true living off of it. There's some, don't get me wrong, but it's not the majority. It's the same with a lot of this stuff. So people who become idols, I've looked into it and seen how crazy it is to become a pop idol and how much time and effort and talent and training and all this stuff it really takes. I applaud them for anybody who makes it on the stage. Just like that one song we all heard, I'm feeling lonely. Oh, I wish I could. You know, like to hear that on a global standpoint, especially here in the Western culture, that's incredible. Unbelievable, right? So a lot of people don't make it in the idol world. She had to find something new to do. And so she travels to this place over on Okinawa, meets this girl who's chasing her dream. And in doing so, when they build this friendship, they start to find life through one another because one experiences the life one had and the other the other. It's almost like a wife swap, right? Life swap. They get to really find more appreciation for what they have, what they had, and where they're going. And of course, it's an aquarium. Of course, there's water. I'm doing a lot of the tying together with a lot of these shows. I know, I know. I'm pretty good at this. I know, I know. Thank you very much. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, It's an absolute banger of a show. It is actually... It's slept on. I will really say this because when I went to the ratings on Crunchyroll, I think it has five out of five stars, which is actually incredible. I believe it was. I could be wrong, but I think it's like a 4.8 out of five or a 4.9. That says a lot. And to my atrocious reality and realization, there wasn't a lot of ratings and it kind of sad. So I had to put it on the map real quick while I could. It's a fun show. And that's kind of something that I've found a lot of passion behind doing this content. It's not only having hot takes and being a personality and being able to delegate my abilities and host cosplay events and tournaments or emceeing events. It's also to give you recommendations because I've watched a lot. I listen to a lot and I listen to all what people have to say. So I think if you're looking for something lighthearted, heartwarming, a realization of different paths in life where somebody's more simple and the other thinks it's a little more glamorous. They both have value. And at the end of the day, wouldn't you say the most important thing is just being happy? <laughs> so I think you'll like this one. Now, I have to do two more. And both of these are one season. Both of these are newer. And both of these are only 12 episodes. The first one, Akibai's Sailor Uniform. Unfortunately for this show, it came out in 2022. This was releasing, I believe, the same time as, if I'm not mistaken, Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling, and this. If I'm not mistaken. And if we all know anything about that bang up of a lineup, uh, Demon Slayer is a whirlwind of following and fandom. Attack on Titan is coming to a close. So it's in its final season. And My Dress Up Darling touched on something nobody thought would have been done so well cosplaying yeah and somehow marin became everybody's favorite waifu for a little while like every content creator was talking about it cosplayers were designing it i mean the bikini cosplays oh lord almighty oh i don't think open up the window is going to do enough for that one <laughs> but i really think that occupy sailor uniform is heartfelt very cute it's about a younger girl who aspires to be like her mother her mother because now she's getting older and old enough to go to a private school her mother went to this sailor uniform uh private school and so she has her outfit her uh basically um, what is it called her uniform still and so she has it and she aspires it and they live out in the country and this is a nice school in the city and so she finally gets accepted she gets to go attend and when you see her figure 
In the sense of not body type, I'm talking about figure of personality, the way she carries herself, and how she's so bubbly, fun, and able to be such an extrovert and make friends with every single person who comes across her. She literally makes everybody love her without even trying. And that's a very powerful thing to do because we've talked about it before in this life. You're not always going to love uh, have everybody love you. You're going to have haters. You're going to have people who are indifferent about you. And then you'll have your people who ride or die with you. I almost think that in Occupy Sailor Uniform, um, Kimchi, she has no haters. Like, she is literally <laughs> loved by all. She's like a puppy. How can you hate a puppy? <laughs> you know? Like, kind of crazy. And the story is very light. It's very hearted. Beautiful depiction of everything from a family standpoint because breaking news... I don't have any updates on Hurricane Hillary. I think she's now in a different state. Seems to be calm outside. Um, there's a family in this show. Her family, uh, yeah, kimchi, her mom and dad are in the show. And they're together, happily married. And she has a younger sister. It's a family. How many anime shows do we know that the dad's around? I'll wait. Not many at all. So it's very cool to see the family element is there. It's very cool, lighthearted. It's a little breeze. It gives you a refresher. You could sit back, have yourself a snuggie or whatever it is and watch this show and have a good time. Plus, um, yeah, it's a feel-good, heartwarming with only one questionable scene in an episode with feet. But if you're into feet, man, I mean, hey, there you go. <laughs> There's one episode for you. <laughs> okay, last one. And again, I thank you guys for being here for tonight's show. Go follow the Twitch if you can for me. The Helpful Fox Senku-chan. Now I know. Hold on. Everybody stop. Shh, shh. Stop. Now, I know from an outside appearance, this looks like, oh, another lolly anime with a thousand-year-old lolly-looking Nico, who's a fox deity that has ears and a tail of a fox. And uh, <clears throat> there's multiple fox deities in this one. Oh, God. Uh, stop. It's not like that. It's actually very heartwarming. It's actually very sincere. And it touches on the working element from working Japanese men and women and the crazy life adulthood has on all of us and how stressful it can be, how overworked we can get, and how simply having somebody at home that gives you a smile when you walk through the door and just wants to listen, can change everything. And that says a lot. It's probably why the family bond is always under attack, right? Now, I'll tell you right now. It is not what you think at all. It's beyond relatable because the world of Kuroto, he is a working man. And he is a salary man that is overworked and stressed out, right? Well, enter in Senku-san. And she is a Nico Fox God sent to help him not only take care of the house help him de-stress when he gets home, cater up, do some little things around the house for him. And basically, it's almost like a maid is what she says she is. She's here to just help him out. She comes from above. He was seen and chosen to have his life turned a little bit better. And as the story progresses, it's only one season. This is one of those few shows I would really like a second season to come out. You find out that they had a connection when he was a kid. She might have been there for another family member. And so the blessings of the gods are there for him because he's really a good dude. He's just kind of getting beaten down by life. And so... Of course, there's a beach episode, by the way, which, oh my God, if you're not feeling or messing with my girl Senko, uh, let me just tell you this, Raftali and Holo ain't got nothing on Sora and Shiro. <laughs> Dude, I'm used to watching Spice and Wolf, which has Holo, 
or Shield Hero, which don't watch season two. It's god awful. With Ralph Talia, which is like a, a makeshift off of Holo. What if I gave you one, two, three, four, five? I think there's four Fox God Nikos in this show. A little bit of fan service from the aspects of character creation, but it's not lewd. It's not etchy. It's not over the top. And what it is, is a very heartwarming and a feel-good show to show that if you're in a relationship with somebody, if you're dating somebody, if you're living with somebody, just remember we all go through something and we all have life that we're going through as well. We're all in this, you know? We're all going through separate ways, whether it be my financial issues. Right now, I'm having car issues. I'm literally stranded at my house for who knows how long with no car. And I can't get one until the, I guess, the the actual work starts at the mechanic shop, which is hopefully the beginning of this week because I'd like to go do stuff. But it is what it is, you know? It's life. And so I make the best of it. Thankfully, it's always about, you know, perspective and how positive you are. I just started a two-week vacation, and I started having car problems. Kind of a blessing in disguise, don't you think? I think this show is very cute. I think this show is a lot of fun. And for me, too, I like when something helps me feel warm inside. So that's why I gave you these movies and shows, is because in a world far away in a world where there is a lot of rain there is a lot of natural disasters right now people are hitting you with a lot of deep stuff about global warming and all this stuff you know they're hitting you with a lot so i'm here to help you remind yourself don't lose the kid in you don't lose the innocence don't lose the thing within you that the world tries to take because those who hold on to it are like me they don't grow up to be a grown-up child they grow up to be a strong imaginative independent, resourceful, abundantly positive man or woman or whatever you'd like to be in this life. doesn't matter. Enjoy your life, you know? That's why I'm somebody who is always for sticking close to what keeps you close at home, watching the things that make you feel good inside, and above all else, enjoying the simplicity of anime for what it should be doing which is bringing to you life lessons, come get you some, full circle, tying a good story together like a shoelace that doesn't come undone, and also entertaining you by challenging your mindset, and maybe even inspiring you to go do something else. So that way I can ask you, when was the last time you did something for the first time? How about that for a full circle? I have to say, I am without abundantly happy that I get to do this with you guys every single night. I'm abundantly happy that I get to sit down and talk with you guys on a multitude of levels on not only anime, but life. Because you'll start to realize, no matter what I do, I can't only talk anime with you because that's impossible. What is anime truly? Anime is a representation of the world around us and the relatability of things we connect to from a multitude of levels of where we come from, where our homes are, how our families grow, how we grow up together. Thank you for the gift, Roberto. I finally opened up the stuff to see you guys, so I'm saying hi to everybody as I'm here right now. Thank you for doing this with me. That's what anime is. I'm gonna find a way throughout all of my content throughout all of my videos, my podcasting, anything I do to help you feel young at heart. Because your age should not define you with how you feel. Your body should not deter you before your mind does. You should be able to do everything and anything you possibly can. And that's why on this winter day, as we're sitting here crying the night away as I'm surviving Hillary from all the miles away, 
Thank you, June, for the coins. It's an honor to be here with you guys. So make sure you always stay tuned to everything I do. Like and follow and share anything I do because I promise you somebody might enjoy it or at the very least to help Senpai out. Follow me on the Twitch side because I have started my Twitch channel. It has a high quality camera and compared like uh, on TikTok. I'm sorry, TikTok viewers, but I'm getting more cameras as we go. And I'm going to do this every single Sunday. It's going to be a staple now. You guys can make sure to always know that whenever we come to a day, whenever it comes to the end of the week, or the start of your day, wherever you're at in the world, you'll know that I'm there with you enjoying this process of life. How much better can it get, right? So I'll take a bow and I'll thank every one of you for being here for the whole show, part of the show, or being a part of the adventure. Join the Discord, follow me on all social media. All you gotta do is click the link in the bio. Shout outs to the Patreon family. Chris is going to join me for this month's Patreon episode to break down the entirety of Future Diary. Wow, a guy from Australia, from Down Under, is going to join me to talk about his favorite anime, one of them, and to break it all down for the Patreon family. And we're going to do it live, by the way, so stay tuned for that. Like and follow again. I love you guys so much. Thank you for staying a while listening, and above all else, keep watching and loving anime your way. I'll see you guys next week. Anime Senpai and Hillary out. Oh